It's not that important to please everyone. It's a lot more important to please God. And pleasing God is something that, listen to me, you absolutely have the power to do. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. Speaking of rain, you know, doesn't it feel like sometimes that life comes at you like a flood? You know, like the rain we just had. It just doesn't let up. Do you ever feel like no matter how hard you try to please everyone? In fact, do you ever feel like no matter how hard you try, you can't please anyone? I'm getting a lot of nodding heads with that. And maybe you notice that it's always the people you want to please the most, but it seems you never can. When I was younger, I I once had a coach that I lived to please, and I could never do it. Today, I want to be an encouragement to anyone who is in a situation like that. But if you're not, you probably will be, because I have some good news for you. And here it is. You will never please everyone. In fact, you'll probably never please the person you're trying so hard to please right now. Maybe that doesn't seem like good news, but it is good news. And I want to tell you why. The first reason is because we need to realize you don't have the power to please anyone. You see, you can do a lot of good things for people. You can receive approval from them, but you have no power to sustain their happiness and their contentment. All people, including your loved ones, will only get that kind of lasting contentment from God. So we can't get discouraged when we don't please everyone because we can't. It's just not in us to do it. The second thing that we need to realize is it's not that important to please everyone. It's a lot more important to please God. And pleasing God is something that, listen to me, you absolutely have the power to do. We just need to go to the Word to remind us how to do that. One of the best examples that I know about how to please God is to read the story of Noah because the word said that God was pleased with Noah 
at that time in history, it says that he was the only righteous man on earth. So what did Noah do to please God so much? Well, first it said he walked with God. That means Noah spent time with God. They had a relationship. They communicated, and Noah loved the Lord. Well, that pleased God. The next thing that Noah did to please God was he trusted him. Can you imagine how much trust it must have taken for Noah to dedicate his life and his family's life to the project of building the ark and gathering up all those animals? I mean, think of the challenges. Think of the ridicule that he faced. But Noah trusted God, and God was pleased with him. Noah also pleased God by being obedient. The Word says Noah did everything exactly as God commanded him. So God was pleased with Noah because of his obedience. So we just look at Noah. Noah showed us how to please God by loving him, trusting him, and by obeying him. There's no wonder that we get frustrated and discouraged when we're not pleasing everyone because we're not made to do that. We can try as hard as we can, and we will never be successful at it. But we were made to love God. We were designed to fellowship with Him and worship Him. And in particular, we were made to bring pleasure to God. He gave all of us the ability and the tools to do that. You know what the funny thing is? When we start trying to please God, we stop worrying about pleasing everybody else, and we end up doing a better job of that anyway. We always heard people say, you can't please everyone. Well, guess what? They were right. You can't. But you can please the only one that matters, and we can all do it in Jesus' name. Most of us have had times in our life when we don't really want people to know what we're thinking, saying, or doing. We try to hide who we really are. Up next, learn three truths about being open and real with God. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. There's a hole in the bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza. There's a hole in the bucket. All right, I get it. You need a new bucket. Not just any bucket. I want a Nebo Tools Bride Bucket. What's a... A Nebo Tools Bride Bucket is a 1.3-gallon capacity bucket that features a 200-lumen removable chips onboard puck light in the base to illuminate your bucket's contents or to use as an area light. The Bride Bucket is durable material but quickly collapses for easy storage and transport. It has a fold-and-carry handle, removable magnetic work light, and it's impact-resistant and waterproof. It's a fisherman's dream and a nighttime gardener's friend. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights in including the versatile, lighted, bright bucket at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Okay, well, I I have a joke for you this morning. This was on Bob's OfferingJokes.com. I heard what you said last week. (laughs) 
Okay, here you go. A man walking along the road sees an old Indian fellow in the middle of the road with his ear to the ground. The man went over and hears the Indian say, hears him talking, large wheels, Ford pickup, green color, man driving with large brown dog next to him, Texas license plates, 80 miles per hour. Well, the man standing there was amazed. He said, you mean you can tell all that just by listening with your ear to the ground? No, said the Indian. That's the truck that just ran over me. <laughs> you see, he... Never mind. <laughs> you know, every, every one of us has experienced some times in our life when we don't really want people to know what we're thinking. We don't, we don't want them to know what we've been saying or what we've been doing. And not letting everyone know what's going on with us is not necessarily a bad thing. But what happens sometimes is we try shutting God out too. And most of the time we don't even realize that that's what we're doing. But being open and real with God is critical to our spiritual life. And we need God to remind us that often the truth about us is deeper than what other people see. When I was a boy, our family moved to the desert, Tucson, Arizona. And it so happened that across the highway from our neighborhood was the only horse racing track in the area. Well, of course, we were too young to go to the track, and our parents had forbid us to go over there, but my friends and I were so fascinated by the sight and the sounds of the track that it wasn't long before we were sneaking across the highway and crawling under the fence. And we could make it all the way to the railing on the back stretch of the track. And it was there that we witnessed something that was completely different than anything you see on TV watching the Kentucky Derby. I mean, they say horse racing is a beautiful sport. In fact, they, they call it the sport of kings. You have these incredible thoroughbred animals prancing out on the track with these colorful little jockeys perched up on them. But standing by the rail, when they come down the backstretch, the horses are still in this clump and they're gasping for air, and the jockeys are whipping them mercilessly, screaming at them, screaming at each other, even whipping each other, trying to better their position. So close up, far away from the grandstand, horse racing wasn't beautiful. In fact, it was ugly. It was brutal. So the image of horse racing, in fact, wasn't the reality at all. And you see, no matter how hard we try to show the prettier side of our life, we can't hide the uglier side because God is watching us down the backstretch of our life. When things are tough and we don't think anyone can see us. You know, the Word says that the Lord sees not as you and I see because we look on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. I read this several times. If you, if you take this literally, God knows what you look like by the condition of your heart. He doesn't have the slightest interest in what you look like outwardly. God made us who we are and able to realize our potential only through Jesus Christ. So the best way for us to stay real is to understand who we are according to him. And so we need to remember that our identity 
is in Christ. And it's provided with these three truths. The first one is this. Because of Christ, we are accepted. The word says that we have been bought with a price and we belong to him. It says we have been chosen by God and adopted as his children. The next truth is because of Christ, we are secure. The Bible says that we are free from any condemnation brought against us. And we cannot be separated from the love of God. And the third truth is that because of Christ, we are all significant. The Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So so you see, you don't have to be anyone but yourself to God. We're a work in progress, but he wants to work with the real you. So there's no reason to hide or to wear a mask. I mean, do you remember what it was like when you used to wear a mask and a costume at Halloween? You could barely see through that thing. You couldn't breathe. It was hot. It was so uncomfortable. You couldn't, usually you couldn't wait to take it off. Is it time for us to realize who we really are? in Christ that we're accepted that we're secure that we're significant well the more that you reaffirm who you are in Christ the more your behavior will begin to affect your true identity and when you start doing that I promise you something good will happen in Jesus name Did you know that Jesus is a people watcher? Stay tuned to hear how Jesus notices the little things that you may think are not noticed by anyone. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. But first, let me ask you, how many of you consider yourself people watchers? I thought so, you know, whether whether we admit it or not. One of the most entertaining things that we do is observe other people, isn't it? I mean... A lot of times when we go to a sporting event or something that has a a big crowd, we come away with a story about something we saw someone do or say or someone who looks silly. And that's because people really are interesting to watch. And you can learn a lot about people 
by just watching them. Well, it so happens, what I want to talk about for a minute is that the Bible gives us a great teaching on the value of being a generous giver that starts with Jesus being a people watcher. How many knew that Jesus was a people watcher? Oh, you didn't either. I just told you. But it started when Jesus was teaching at the temple all day. Now, the temple was a big place, and it was the most magnificent building of its time. And there were these big crowds who were hanging on to his every word. But when it came time for the offering, the word said that Jesus went out and sat down opposite where the offering was, and he watched the people as they came and put their money in the offering box. And it says that he observed that many rich people came and threw in large amounts of money. But the next three verses are where Jesus was going with this exercise. Here's what it said. But a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a fraction of a penny. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. This poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. For they gave out of their wealth. But she, out of her poverty, put in everything she had. Now, I know that most of you have heard this famous story. It's known as the widow's mite. And the normal takeaway from this story is one of compassion for the poor, poverty-stricken widow who loves God so much that she gives away her much-needed last few cents. But I submit to you this morning that if that is all that you learn from this story, you literally miss the gold that Jesus intended for you to find in it. The first thing about this story that's important is that Jesus cares about how you and I respond to the offering. He made a point to take a break from teaching the people to watch and see what they gave. And we need to understand that he still cares about how and what we give when we get the opportunity. And it has nothing to do with the church needing money. Now, I've said this before, but in case you missed it, God doesn't need our money. The word says he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, and the word says the silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the Lord. Every wisdom in the word about giving is there to test us to trust God for every blessing that he has for us. Jesus was watching the widow give her offering that day, and he's watching you when you give yours today right here. The second important lesson in this story is that Jesus explains that giving is a proportionate principle. Now, Jesus didn't say that the rich people who who gave a lot of money out of their surplus were bad people or that they were greedy. But what he meant was that on a scale of 1 to 10 in generosity, the rich people were a 1 and the widow was a 10 because their gift was a lot, but it was insignificant in proportion to what they had. And hers was significant because it was all that she had. So in these scriptures, the Lord isn't saying you have to give everything you have to be generous. He's just drawing the clear distinction that generosity isn't measured by the amount that you give. 
but, that, but by the amount you give of what you have. By the amount you give of what you have. Giving is a proportionate principle. But here you go. The most important, powerful lesson to learn from this story that you can apply to your life today is that once you understand that giving is a proportionate principle, you know from other promises in the word that receiving is a proportionate principle too. One of my favorite scriptures is one I use often in Luke chapter 6. The Lord said this, give and it shall be given to you in good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over and poured into your lap. But that's not the end of that verse. Here's the best part, the most powerful part. Here's the rest of it. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Yeah, that's what, that's what he said. It will be measured to you. You know, the story of the widow's might is just four little verses in the Bible. And the Lord doesn't mention her name. Or the names of any of the rich people who gave. But I can tell you something else about her this morning. She was not the one to be pitied. For as the Lord pointed out, she invested more in the kingdom of God that day than all the rest. I believe that she knew what what she was doing. She purposed in her heart to give. And she knew the enormous blessing that she would receive as a result of her giving. And she knew something good would happen to her in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. 
That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.